This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. For the last couple of weeks, actually, I've allowed myself to feel. Yes, <laughs> properly. It's the best thing to do. It's the best thing. And it's so weird, but I'm so emotional. Like, literally, you could say something, and all my emotions are surfacing literally right up here. Mm-hmm. So whatever pops out, I'm like, all right, sure, here we go. That's I what was, it is. I started crying. I was like, mm. and I literally, I was like, please leave. Don't, don't talk to me. That's <laughs> how I took it. Those are the best ones, though. Like, mm-hmm. when people compliment your character, mm-hmm. I'm always on the verge of crying. I asked them legit, like, five minutes ago. I was like, do you always just feel like you're about to choke on your own tears? Just like, even if you're not sad. Yeah. And they're like, yes. Yeah, and I go, oh, okay. I'm not weird. I'm not, yeah. I literally felt, I was like, wow, am I just that emotional? Like, am I too emotional? But I was like, honestly, it's me. I don't care. <laughs> it's me. I, I don't, don't care. care. And you shouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> you might be wondering whose voice you're listening to or you already have an idea. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host. I was like, who am I? <laughs> I am. I am <laughs> grateful. Next. <laughs> I'm your host, Megan Matune, and today I have with me the voice you've been listening to other than mine, Simi Singh. Hi! Here in the flesh. Thank you for having me, man. Wearing a... I love your thing. You love my I, thing? I love your thing. <laughs> and then you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Ha <laughs> ha. No. I love your show, your podcast. I love like... I love all your videos and Thank everything. I just same. love you. Oh my god, let's give each other compliments for one hour <laughs> One straight. whole hour. <laughs> I love your videos. <laughs> oh, spe- no, no. Specifically... No. I'm crying! <laughs> Uh, no, thank you, number one, and exactly likewise. I'm so excited to be sitting down with you because I don't feel like we've ever been able to talk without like being at a party. No. And I don't go to parties, yeah, but like same here. YouTube Just parties. Events. Yeah, yeah. Event, like a yeah. book signing yeah. or like a, a launch of something. The the good stuff. We the don't we don't stuff. go to the parties. We're not party people. <laughs> I'm not. I really am not. You aren't? No, I used to be in college, of course, and then mm. after that sorry, mom and dad. Um but after that I was like I just I like by eight PM, if you can get me out before eight, I'm good. After that I'm like Unless I'm watching a movie yeah. or eating, I'm at my house. The other day I went to dinner at 5 p.m., which is like an outrageous time to go. Because it's also like, it's not really lunch. It's not really dinner. It's supper. Right. You're <gasps> suppering. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. What you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's it basically, it was, we were the first people to be there. So we were at 5 p.m. And then the rush, like the grandparent, older people rush came mm-hmm. right after us. Yeah. It's and their it like, supper time. Right. Mm-hmm. We had a couple drinks. We had pasta. We were having a great time. And then I was in bed by like 9, 30, 10. I was like, this is incredible. This I had a whole good. night. Mm-hmm. We had an adventure after dinner. Like we walked into a random bookstore and saw like an author signing and reading. Yeah. And then I went home. I was like, I had a full ass day. It was super. Yeah. And like, and then you, if you fall asleep, well, for me, if I fall asleep that early, like around 10 or 11 even, I'm up by like 4 or 5 a.m. And I'm like, I'm starting my day that early. And I'm like, I'm done with my day basically by the time people start waking up. Yeah. And then, then they throw their stuff and be like, hey, this email. And I'm like, I'm free. I can do this. You know, like, I'm like, bring it on, you know? Do you, how often do you sleep? I mean, I was obviously like, every uh, day. I try every I night. I try once a night, believe it or not. <laughs> we'll like, see what happens. <laughs> what's your like maximum, um, like the, the most ideal amount of hours that you can sleep on any given night? Um, four to five hours. That's it? Yeah. And I function really well on like that kind of sleep. I'm, my body's used to it now because I started doing that in college. And uh, obviously for other reasons like uh-huh. school. Um, but then after that, I, I think it, my body just adapted to that. And now like 
if I have anything longer than like six hours, I like wake up and I like I either have a headache or I'm not functioning properly because maybe my body's telling me you need more hours of sleep. Like yeah. keep sleeping. But I feel groggier. So like four to five hours, I'm like, let's go. That you makes know? sense. Yeah. You know, back into the day, they used to say like you should sleep one hour every couple of hours. It was like the weirdest thing. I'm going to look it up because there is. I saw this like um, post. This was like a couple of years ago where it said, I think it was like two years ago. And it said like it broke it down like 20 minute power nap. You know, Mm. this is a part of your brain. It actually like helps and like 30 minute nap and 60 minute nap. And it went up to 90 minutes. And 60 minute nap is like the best for like creators. So So, like a one hour nap every couple of. uh, No, just in a day. So, like, oh, in oh, your 24 oh. hours, oh. you should be sleeping, of course. But if you wanted to take a nap throughout the day, it would be for one hour. Because, like, it helps with your, like, um, creative uh, side of your brain and stuff like that. It's, like— it, oh, it, how interesting. Yeah, and helps you, like, remember names or, like, certain—like, you can pinpoint things if you sleep for 60 minutes every day, like, as, like, a refresher. Whoa! Yeah. I feel like even if I take a nap, I'm super groggy after, so I never nap. I'm groggy if I take longer than an hour, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I used to think that napping was really lazy when I was growing up because, Same. like, the, that's what people say. Same. And so now it's like sometimes I love it, but still I have like a weird aversion to it because I'm so used to being like, no, like yeah. work all the time. And then you always like hear, you know, I don't take naps. It's like Drake is telling you, like, I don't take naps. And you're like, well, fine, I won't either. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, <laughs> but fine, I'll keep working. No, but like I realized two years ago I was doing this and this no. A year and a half ago, I was doing this where I would wake up around like 4.45 every morning or 5 a.m. every morning. Yeah. And I would, you know, get my workout and whatever and work until like maybe 2 or 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then like do what, I, what I'm supposed to be doing. And then between 2 and 3 p.m. I would take a nap for an hour. Oh. And then I would wake up again and start over again like with, you know, editing or whatever it was or like filming or writing something or whatever. And then I would fall asleep around like 11, 10 or 11 and okay. do it all over again. And I was the most productive during that time. The most really? productive. I got the most stuff done. I was, I think the most, if you will, quote unquote, popping at the time. Uh-huh. Like it was like, you know, that's what I was doing. And huh. it, it, it was like the most productive like four months of my life that I did that. What? Okay. A couple of follow-ups. Yeah. <laughs> One, why did you stop? Uh, doing that? Yeah. Um, I guess a different part of my life came in where like I started dating and I was also um what else was I doing uh I think like auditions and stuff started coming in that's Mm. when like because everything was like kicking into high gear so then I didn't have a schedule of my own oh so then it became this thing where like hey Sim like uh you have an audition or whatever and I'm like it's like 5 p.m and you know in the that day and the next morning I have this audition where I have to go in so then I start preparing for that and then it kind of like started throwing me off my schedule um but, I mean, I think you start focusing on other things. Yeah. So then you lose your schedule, which is not a bad thing. But I think that's where, like, that went to. Were you even tired, like, at 2 p.m.? Or you no. just knew that you had to— I think my body just, like, after, like, maybe, like, a week or so of doing it, my body was just like, oh, you know, you're you're just going to take a nap. And, like, Ooh. I would just lay down and I'd knock out for an hour and I'd wake up and I'm good to go. Whoa. Yeah. It, it was, like, the most productive time of my life. All right. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Try it. Try it. Try Text it. me when you do try it. <laughs> hey, and take it a nap. 2 p.m. Just let you know. <laughs> See you at 3. <laughs> I like to quick internet stalk all of my guests. And so I found out yes. that you would like a, quote, full-blown, hopeless romantic rom-com proposal. Mm-hmm. This still rings true. Oh, my God. I just realized. I was like, when did I? I think I tweeted that, didn't I? Yes, I don't I know. Did. I Who did. knows? I did. Yeah, it still rings true. I think, here's the thing. I, I always say this. Uh, actually, I don't know if I've ever said this out loud. <laughs> I just realized that. I don't know if I've ever said this out loud. Just conversations with myself in sure, my car. Sure. Um, I don't think romantics are hopeless. Oh my God, cute. I love I, just imagine you driving and just saying that yeah. with the radio off. Yeah, just like, I don't think, because I like, I realize I'm like, wow, you're a hopeless romantic. And I like talk to myself and I'm like, dude, no, you're not. Romantics can't be hopeless. They're so hopeful. Yeah, and romantics are just romantics. I think they're the best type of people in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, like your imagination's, you know, awesome. And like, you're just, you're imagining the best things in life, you know? And yeah, I I still am a hopeless romantic for, sorry, pause, romantic for sure. What is the most, like, if you could imagine a proposal that's so perfect for you, what would it entail? I don't think I've ever actually done that. Because you know, like, Years ago, they people all well, actually people still post their proposals, but like a lot of the times, it was a lot of things were happening at Disney, happening at Disney. Oh, yeah. Remember, 
I don't know if I would want that. I think I would want a little bit more personal. But like my family there, his family there, or her, whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens in a few years. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I think, um, I think something like that, just something more meaningful that's like either where our first date was or, you know, like, yeah. or like going through our dates that were significant or something like, oh, cool. something like that, you know, where it's like a two minute proposal, but it's like going through our dates within those two minutes. Be creative. Yeah. Be creative. Be creative. Be affectionate. That's oh, it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, and respect my family and yours. Yeah. Bring them in. Yeah. Yeah. Bring them that's, in. Yeah. That should know be Know the people that are important to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think there's anything that like I've specifically thought of like, oh, this cute proposal would be you know surprise right. me I like surprise surprise me yeah I was on this podcast where the, there was callers that were calling in to talk about something about dating and mm-hmm. one of the girls was a photographer at Disney and she was like there's so many times where the girl says no and so she's she's like do I take pictures of this or not oh my god <laughs> yeah I think if I was like just an onlooker just like standing there and somebody was like proposing and I would just be like like in awe of and course. then somebody and then the girl said no I, I would just be like I don't know I probably start sweating and like not know what to do <laughs> like I'm not even in the proposal but I'm just like uh, oh my god did she just say no do, should I throw myself off this like bridge like what's happening <laughs> should I jump in does she need <laughs> to stand in yeah. I'll marry you sure whatever man that was that was super romantic here take me <laughs> we don't know each other but we'll get to know each other <laughs> oh my god okay well this is uh, an advice podcast mm-hmm. which we will get to advice in due time. Absolutely. But I want people to know a little bit more about you. So we're going to do a game I like to call Bursts of Firsts. Uh-oh. It's a rapid fire, you know, kind of just let's get all of the information out Done. Of, of young Simi. Uh, and I'm going to ask you things like your first job to the first time you cried in public. And if mm-hmm. I ever say stop, you have to explain, elaborate, or tell the full story. Oh my God, this is, okay. I'm already sweating. All right, go. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm sweating. All right, go. Okay, we got to get this. Here we go. Three. I'm so nervous. Two. I swear like, Hopefully our ears are okay. Mine are fine. (laughs) Mine are great. (laughs) Mine still on my head. (laughs) They're still there. And first job. Oh, uh, I was a waitress. First cell phone. Uh, Razor Motorola. Motorola Razor. First pet. Uh, Puppy. When I was two years old, Tiger. His name was Tiger. First kiss location. Um, (laughs) downstairs uh, of my parents' house. Sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) First major purchase. Um. Oh, uh, last month, two months ago, actually, it was a Gucci bag. Oh, nice. Yeah. First choice in a karaoke book. Um, anything uh, Usher or Ludacris. I'm weird. <laughs> I'm going to stop right there because mine is What's Your Fantasy by Ludacris. What's yours? It's not my fantasy. Um, it's not my fantasy. <laughs> well, my fantasy is. No, uh, it is um, <laughs> anything from like Act of Fool to like uh, um, Move. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Get out the way. Yeah, get out the way. That's that's the one. Because I just want to come in and be like, here I come. Here I go. Uh-oh, don't jump. Move. Yeah, I want to do that. Do people love it when you do that? Yes. Um, because they, <laughs> And they eat it up. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. They see me mm-hmm. walk in and they're like, there's, you know, there. it's the most unexpected thing. Yeah. So like when I come in and I'm over here like, move, you know, and yeah. they're like, oh, okay, we're doing this. We're you know? doing this. Yeah, and they're like, and they jump in and they're like, yeah. this is awesome. So... That I do remember doing um, Blame the Alcohol one time. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Blame blame it on the the alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol. Right. Just don't blame the alcohol on it. (laughs) Um, That was... I did that one one time. And again, people were like, Oh, that's a fun one. Like you? And I was like, I know. Those are like prom bops. Mm -hmm. Like uh, T-Pain, Bartender. Bartender. Um, uh, Gold Digger by Kanye. mm -hmm. That's one. Oh, this playlist? Yeah. I love it's it. It's so fire. I'm already. Hi, can we can we get this playlist name <laughs> the name of it after? <laughs> we'll share it with you. We'll share it with you. Okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're still okay. <laughs> First Ooh. internet screen name. Uh oh, uh, Punjabin offline. First thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone. Um, that it literally is. Why do you have a cell phone? <laughs> First celebrity crush. Uh, Zach Efron. First concert. Uh, J Cole. Last First year. Scar. First scar? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have any scars. First thing you do when you like someone? Um, hide. <laughs> First show you binge watched? Um, uh, Gossip Girls. First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans? Um, I'm busy. I'm working. Filming a video. <laughs> <laughs> All three of All them. All three of them. And the last thing, first time you cried in public? Uh, watching a proposal. <gasps> Do you ever watch the America's Got Talent buzzer, uh, golden buzzer moments? No. Compilations? No. Do you like Should crying? I? 
No, I don't like crying. You don't? It's okay. Remember we talked about vulnerability and yeah. like feeling like you can't let your emotions out. It's that thing. And I like I've grown up not allowing myself to feel emotion. Not not that I don't feel them to show them. Yeah. So it uh, crying isn't like one of my big things <laughs> until very recently. I just picked it up, so I don't know. Yeah, how. yeah. It's a new hobby yeah, I'm trying out. <laughs> I'm picking it up now, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes in the next few months. I love it. It's so. <laughs> The face you're making at me is hilarious. It's because it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I just have never like allowed, not, not that I've never done it. I've always, I mean, there's there's no way you can't not cry unless mm-hmm. you just don't feel emotions. But there was a time where like I shut off emotions for like a good like couple of years where I just felt like I'm not supposed to feel anything because I was going through so much. Yeah. Back in the day, you know? And um, so then I kind of like, I was like, you have to be strong and like, People know the Simi that's like, you know, giggly and she's always like bubbly and she's happy and, you know, she's smiling and she makes people's day. Like, that's what I looked at, viewed myself as. Mm-hmm. So I like, I was like, you can't let the other emotion out. Like, that's something you do in your private time. But now it's like, if I feel it, I'm just like, nah, man, this is how I feel. So this is what's, it's authentic. This yeah. is what's coming. A thousand percent. Coming at you. Coming at you, authenticity. <laughs> I used to feel like that too. I got a comment the other day on a YouTube video. I, cause like, I think we both have like very bright personalities, especially mm-hmm. on the internet. Mm-hmm. And recently, I guess mine has been much more vulnerable and authentic, but I usually like bubbly and affable and kind of here we are. Yeah. And honey. Yeah. Right. I love your, I love your stuff. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) The other day I put out a video where I I played a very straight character to all these kids that Mm. were giving me like therapists advice. And I was like very open and honest with it. And like, they're the goofy ones. So Mm -hmm. I was like, goofy post goofy doesn't really work out unless it's like dumb and dumber. And even in then, like Jeff Daniels was kind of a straight man character compared to Jim Carrey. Yes. So I, I was playing this character and I was very even keeled with it and then all the comments were like you must hate these kids like I see depression in your eyes and I'm like oh my god right this is insane like mm-hmm. when we don't do exactly what everybody is used to us doing it's all of a sudden there's something wrong with yeah you. exactly and I think that that's um I think that just comes with like being on the internet or being anywhere like because we portray certain characters you know mm-hmm. like especially if you do like sketch work like right. for me doing sketch work I'm portraying characters and they're always funny like I'm always doing comedy so even for me like when I'm on set or I'm doing something that's more serious like if I have an audition and I do something serious sometimes I surprise myself I'm like oh shit I can do that you know like oh wow (laughs) that's me you know it's a little devious like right because I'm so used to just physical comedy and stuff that when when that happens even for me I'm like whoa and like showing emotions I think it's the same thing um, when it comes to like your audience because they're used to you doing mm-hmm. certain things. So that's why I think people like vlogs because mm-hmm. they feel like they see more authenticity instead of like a character that you're playing. Right. Right. So do you, when did you start doing stuff on the internet? Um, well, I started four years ago, but I wasn't serious about it until oh, wow. two years ago. Oh, wow. That's still so new. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I, I started making videos when I was 20. So like now that I'm 20, it's been eight years. I am not the same person. Mm-hmm. I'm not the same person I, as I was two years ago. Mm-hmm. And like my, sh- I'm not the same person I was literally two months ago. D- two minutes ago. Two minutes ago. I was yeah no I, it's like I was eating earlier and I'm on a diet like it was it's, it had been 30 minutes all it took yeah. was one Oreo yeah I was like oh man this is just gonna sit on that left love handle you have like don't do it um, no I think um, yeah I what, what, hmm. I I guess my question is like do you think do you feel like you've grown up or grown different from when you started and like does your audience are they on board with the journey or if they're like oh no we signed up for the simi that we started watching and now like. We, we don't really, like, subscribe to this new new version of you. So I'm really actually thankful for my audience because I think they grow with me. Yeah. So, like, no matter what I do, they are supportive of it. Yeah. So in the beginning, I was doing, like, vlogs, randomly, sketches, whatever, because I was trying to figure out what is my, mm-hmm. like, niche or niche or whatever you— what's, What do you say? I say niche. Yeah. But so my many niche. other— whatever we'll just say it because it's your podcast my niche <laughs> um so I was like okay uh you know I'm I was trying to figure it out I was like oh vlogs are, are like work for people they grow people like this is what I need to be doing but then I never felt like it was me like to that point because you know like I was working and I was doing all this other stuff so that was my side hustle so I wouldn't like vlog my day because everybody in my day was like a you know social media or 
you know, was a YouTuber or anything like somebody big. And I never wanted to put them in my stuff because I never wanted to gain that kind of success. You yes. Know? Like, oh, yeah. I was, God, yeah. I, I don't want to owe it to anybody. It's mine. I you know, it. I love this. So I was like, I, and I never wanted to feel like I was using anybody in any way. Mm-hmm. So I was like, build your own stuff. So I never put anybody in my stuff, even though I knew every single person that's huge, that does stuff, you know? So like, I would always do it around work. So like either in the morning or at night, I would start filming videos, like my own thing. And I'm sorry, a vlog in your car just in the morning. Like, there's, you can only do that so many times, you know? So, like, relax. So then, um, randomly, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post something that I really love posting. Uh-huh. And it was a video I did um, with about my brown mom, um, my character. Uh-huh. And it was, um, like, reality versus what she sees. And I, after that, I decided to do just two sketches every week. Oh, versus any just. I know but I mean oh like oh my god that I is know. so much work that was all my life like oh everybody like even I remember telling my friends this and I was like hey some of my friends because you didn't have this conversation with me but um <laughs> and you're my friend um but no I was having this conversation with some of them and I was like yeah I think I'm gonna do start doing two um sketches a week and like sim that's all you're gonna be doing and I said and like what yeah. else am I here for like this is why I'm like 3,000 miles away from my entire family right it's to work so this is what I'm gonna do and it actually makes me happy and that's when I was like thriving the most is like I was happy putting out content that I actually liked mm-hmm. and the audience like that's when I started like picking up is because I think they saw that this is me this is who I am right so um and this is what I'm gonna be posting and they just picked up with it and ran with it yeah so I think I think it's when you stop worrying about your views or subscribers or anything. You start just being you. I mm-hmm. think that's when your audience, if you know they know you, they'll start conforming to that and then boom. Right. You go where you need to go. Uh, yeah. I love that you did that that way because there's so many people out here that, I mean, in LA in general, mm-hmm. that are clout chasing. Yeah. And it's so, it's so easy to see. And you can also see like when someone is clout chasing. It's sad because you're like, dude, you're so much more talented than that. Or, like, your dreams should be bigger than just Mm -hmm. clout, you know? Of course. Yeah, like, the impact that I have, even though it's a smaller impact than the millions, but the impact that I do have with my audience, like, I I wouldn't trade that for anything. I love it. A million percent. Yeah. One million. This is a perfect time to take our first question. 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 (laughs) I'm Miranda Sings now, and I want everyone to know. I love her so much. Every time I see her name before mine in, like, a casting, I'm like... (laughs) Love you. You guys go out for the same roles? We've done it. Uh, well, it's fun. she doesn't know this because I usually <laughs> am somehow after. It's usually not a not the same audition or anything or not casting. Sorry, it's for like usually like the same like YouTube thing that we've done. Oh, I so see. she just signed in and then like two people later I'm signing in to do the same video and I'm like, oh, sick. Or oh, like I this, see. yeah, it's happened to me like three times where That's I was like, so funny. And I see like her and I'm like, oh, shit. I love her. <laughs> our next question, our first question is titled YouTube channel. So let's see what this is about. Hey Megan, so I currently have a YouTube channel that I love to make videos on with my best friend and we love it, but we really want to try to get our videos out there more and it's kind of hard now that YouTube has become a space for, you know, celebrities and influencers and we're just trying to fit in as regular people. So what advice would you have for aspiring YouTubers trying to grow their channel? Thanks. Interesting. This is this is an interesting question because mm-hmm. everybody on the homepage is like, Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is that his name? Yeah, I really do. Okay, so it's I love him. He's the best. <laughs> I love Jimmy him. Fallon. Um, Conan's got stuff on there, and then mm-hmm. Zac Efron has a YouTube channel now. Now, yeah, I see it. Noah from Stranger Things. No, oh, uh, Noah Schnapp hmm? from uh, Stranger I don't watch Things. It. It's too scary for me. Okay, see, I don't like scary stuff either, but I watched it. But the second season did mess me up a little bit because um, I couldn't, you know sleep at my own house by myself um i'm fine i have a couple questions on stranger things in general Mm because i've never seen it Mm -hmm. so something is called the upside down yes is that that room that they hang out in no it's the world that they're in so it's like it's their world but just flipped upside down so like he's so noah actually is caught in the um i think his name is will in the actual show yeah i binge watch it so i like you know when you watch a bunch of stuff and you just forget it yeah um well he's um caught on in the upside down upside the other world are you not supposed to be in the upside down no because that's where like things are bad <laughs> so like that's where the creatures are and that's where things like instead of giving it all away but yeah that's where you don't want to be okay so yeah. he's stuck there for some he's stuck reason. there yeah so what? once once you're there either you survive or or like you get killed <laughs> oh so it's like purgatory yeah basically okay. exactly yeah it is what's up with the lights um, that's how he communicates. For three you Christmas have lights? to watch this. Yeah. That's how they communicate 
like that, you know, like to get signals to the I actual see. world. That's I how see. they're communicating. It's through the lights. Every time I, uh, that's actually something. I've mm-hmm. read like a couple books that have been like a little bit like supernaturally. Mm-hmm. And they say like that's how spirits communicate is through lights. Yeah. So anytime I have like a flickery light, like this morning in my bathroom. No. I was like, what spirit is this? I know. Like, but it's, it's like, it's just are you a, a good bad one? light bulb. Are you a good one? <laughs> Should I stay in here? Or should I leave you alone? Like, what do you want? <laughs> right. Let me know. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So he has a YouTube channel now. He has a YouTube channel now and he's been collabing with like the biggest YouTubers so far. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And like, um, yeah, mentioned Zach Efron. Yeah, they all have theirs. And I think like even... Like people like Kevin Hart, um, right. and I think Priyanka Chopra, like they have their production houses technically on, right. um, on YouTube. So it does seem unfair. Like even as a creator that I've been on YouTube for mm-hmm. a while, it's like, uh, but you guys have all this help. Yeah, and you, and you're and you're so big already. Like, right? We just but leave they, it alone. They probably. I mean, this is like something I've talked to with with like peers of ours for a long time about like the traditional ad money coming to digital creators because mm-hmm. like. The digital is the future. It is. It, like as the the I guess like the when Netflix was born, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, we're understanding that people are moving away from linear TV and now we're watching on demand whenever we want to. Right. All at one time. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think that traditional media and celebrities are starting to learn that digital is where they should go. Yeah. But for someone like this that like wants to start and feels so already behind. Mm-hmm. Even if like, if I feel behind, I've been doing it for eight years. I feel behind. Right. For sure. Like I literally always say this. I was like, yeah, the wave of YouTubers that started in like 2010, 2011 are the ones that are like, boom, they're hit- They're hitting. Right. Or they've already hit. Right. Um, everybody that started after them kind of had to like claw their way through mm-hmm. to get up there. And then you'll have like a spark, like some of the 17 year olds that are yeah. just like killing yeah. it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, where did you come from? <laughs> were, were you just born yesterday? <laughs> but right. Gen Z's, um, like the Gen Z YouTube people. Mm-hmm. So I wonder like if if you, here's the question that mm-hmm. I'm going to pose. Right. If both of us had to start a YouTube channel today mm-hmm. and we didn't know anything else, it's kind of hard to be like, don't don't think of anything that you already know. Right. Uh, what would you do and how would you do it? Um, I think I've done it from the beginning, really, to be honest, from when even when I started was just um, being authentic to yourself and like to your craft. Um, because if you're good at what you're doing, you're going to stand out. Mm. You know, you will. And the only time that I wasn't standing out was when I was doing things that aren't me. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where I was like, and that was the most frustrating part. I was like, well, it's working for everybody else. Right. And I'm like, why not me? But because that's not me. Yeah. You know, and like, I'm not putting as much effort into it because it's not me. I'm not putting as much anything into it because it's not me. And I think that you you lose that part of you and that you, that's where the burnouts happen and stuff like that. So I oh think- my God. Yeah, so I think that you need to do what's authentic to you and stay that. Yeah. You know, and like keep building from there instead of looking at everybody else's and getting discouraged. I think it's really just a mind game that you're playing with yourself 24-7 to get up there. Burnout is actually like medically real now. It is. Did you read that article? No, but I just— It's for real. Like Like you can be diagnosed with burnout. Dude, I feel like you can be diagnosed with a lot of things. You know, like you walk in and they're like, hmm— Here's your, and you're like, wow, I didn't know it was that. Bad. When I go to the I doctor's, like a 23 and me chart of everything wrong with me. Right. <laughs> it's and a you're laundry like, list of issues. Right. One time a doctor left me in the room for, I think it was like 30 minutes. What? Yeah. And apparently they were like, that. that's how they were like watching me. Oh my God. To, yeah. It was weird. Um, And they were like, it was my pediatrician. Sorry, doctor. Um, <laughs> putting you out there. Um, But he left me in there for 30 minutes. Um, And then he proceeded to tell my mother after that I had ADHD. <gasps> Because he was like, she was fidgeting. Well, um, I was 12 and you left me in a freaking room. Oh and I, all I wanted to do was go out and play. I'm from Florida. Like, that's all you did was play outside. You know, if you weren't in school, you're playing outside. So, like, I fidgeted a little bit. I think I was moving because I was like, why am I still here? Like, why is he not coming back? And then he was like, you have ADHD. And I was like, homie. And my mom was like, Look. homie. Yeah, I was like, homie, like, this is not it. And then my mom was like, honestly, she, she was like, she's always been active. She likes to move around. She likes to run around. Like, we don't stop her. Like, let her do her thing. I'm not going to put her on medication just yet. Like, if it's a problem later on in life, then maybe we'll talk, we'll like talk about it. But like, not right now. She's a kid. I want to be watched so bad. 30 minutes, Meg. I could not, I like didn't want to move. I was like, uh, I didn't want to sit there. Sorry, I wanted to move. I was just like, why am I still here? It was I, so annoying. I get left alone a lot at the doctor, but no one ever comes in with results. Yeah, no, my, <laughs> no, mine was 30 minutes of just them watching me, apparently. Oh, I'm gonna love, move. I would, I want to do so badly. Do you think you can just volunteer yourself to do those like studies? Like where, sleep study? 
Yeah, oh, I, I would so. love to do that. I think you but can. But I have nothing wrong. Like, I sleep fine. Yeah, but, like, I just want to, I just want to, like, wake up and be like, oh, was there a, just, <laughs> was there I a want, nice spirit visiting me today? Like, <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> all I want is results and information. Yeah. And do however I, I can do that. Do I snore? <laughs> what like, am I doing? Yeah. Tell me more we about should, me. We should do a sleep study together. Okay. Yeah, so, like, you, this is weird. I was going to say, you sleep, I watch you. I sleep, you watch me for, like, the other half of the night. Let's not do that. Okay, yeah, back up. <laughs> back up by a lot. Just two people that have no like knowledge Reason about <laughs> hey so Meg you twitched around this time was uh were you having a dream <laughs> like wait what is that how sleep study works I don't know <laughs> what riveting content if that was a video okay I'll just that's our study. next video okay. we're doing it oh my god done we're doing it I love it we'll take every like psychology test down I'm, I'm in. so down okay so you say be authentic from the beginning and and hit that hard yeah and just be you because um that's like again you want to build that audience that's authentic and they understand that that's who you are Mm -hmm. and try not to take the shortcuts because yeah you're very tempted to because throughout like my journey there's so many times where I'm like dude if I just do this I know Mm -hmm. I know but then there's that other side of me that's like you know punching that side and it's like no don't do it because that's not you and you're going to regret it. Yeah. You pro- like inside. I might gain the fame, I might gain all that and actually you know you're going to gain the fame and everything, but then it's like is it worth it? No. Is it worth me? And it's like no, it's not. So you, I'm constantly battling with that cuz I see other people doing it and they're just like popping off and you're like I could, but I won't. But I won't. Yeah. Integrity will always keep you grounded. Yeah. So I think that you have to remember that too while you're starting to like keep up with that and keep up with who you are and early on let your audience know who you are yeah. and have them understand it I think if it would be so hard to like go on youtube.com create an account today and go like this is even if I knew what my voice was to start it will take a bit of time to find the audience uh-huh. but like imagine making videos and putting them out online but then also like not really getting any feedback because how are people going to start finding your videos right so you kind of have to have like some sort of angle that people would be searching for yeah so i wonder if there's something maybe something new that like that's the hard part it's like 400 hours i think is the statistic um of youtube like content being posted every minute no yeah or like online content being posted every minute is like 400 hours. That's so many of yeah. the hours. Yeah, and you have to be, what, three minutes of that somewhere? Right. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know, besides the advice I gave, I honestly don't know. Because I, I really believe in hard work. Yep. And I believe in like being truthful and honest about like you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you are able to put that out there, I feel like I always, my dad always taught me like hard work pays off. So like, you put in 100% and then at some point, either universe or God, whatever you believe in, will meet you the other half, you know? Yeah. But you keep putting your 100% and then at one point you're going to be putting 50 and then God's like, hey, I got you, you know? The other 50 comes in. Right. So if, I, I believe in hard work and I believe that no matter who you are, it's going to take some time to build, but once it builds, it's good. Right. You know? So like, I don't know if there's anything specific that someone can do. I mean, I guess from like a technical aspect, something that I wish I knew when I first started Mm -hmm. is how important a microphone is. Yeah. And I didn't use a microphone for like the first couple of years. Yeah. And it's bad. Mm -hmm. It was really bad. It's Mm -hmm. half of your video. So if (laughs) that's very important, other than that, like the content I think is not equally important, but like the way that it's being put out, the way that it's being executed is really also very important. Now it is. Now it is. Now it is. Yeah. Now it's like you have to. You can't just put out whatever because it's, you know, like Mm -hmm. you can't just be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to talk today and like whatever. It has to be some kind of creativity that's put into it. Hey, man, it just gets your wheels turning nowadays. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more work. What what else would you have told the the two, you said four years, you've been doing it for four years. Yeah. What would you tell the four years ago version of you now with everything that you know now about making videos? Mm -hmm. What would you tell them? Uh, do a little bit more research, have a little bit more thicker skin mm. um, so that you can stay, so you can speak up for yourself when you say, I want to do these kinds of videos. Mm. Yeah, because back in the day, I was just like, what? It was like I was a sheep. I wasn't a lion, yeah. you know, and I was following everybody else's footsteps because I was just getting into it. I had zero help, literally. Mm-hmm. I was just getting into it. I, I remember my first video I recorded on my MacBook. Mm-hmm. I and did mine on my phone. Mine, oh, mine was on my MacBook. I put it in front of me in the kitchen. No lights, um, nothing. And it was 
11.30 at night. And it was, Couldn't see anything. It was random. It was after I worked at a boutique at, in Beverly Hills. That was my job when I first moved here. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. I did my video and I remember it was there was no cuts in the beginning. Whoa. Yeah. So every time I messed up, I went back and started again. Oh. It was horrible. Um, but oh, I, that's interesting. I left it up. Because I didn't know anything about editing. I didn't know anything. That was the first time me like... Being like, oh, what's iMovie? Like, how do I use it? Everything. Like, it was crazy. Like, I started from zero. What did you, when you like opened your MacBook up, it was recorded on Photo Booth. Yeah. So, when you opened Photo Booth, what were you thinking? Like, were you like, I'm gonna make a YouTube video about this thing? Yeah, it was, it was still a skit. Okay. My first video was a skit, which I was like so proud of because I was like, oh, you did it. Yeah. Um, I remember doing the skit, but the whole intro, I thought it was supposed to be one whole thing. Because I never really watched a lot of YouTube videos and a lot of content like that. Okay. I was just like, I started. And I was like, I'm just going to do this. Wow. And then when I started, I was like, I remember I opened it up and I was like, I want to do a video about men being douchebags. Uh-huh. That was my first video. And I left it. And a lot of people were like, why do you leave your first video? Like, are you? And I was like, so that when I do hit a million and I look back, I can reference back to that video because... I see my progress. I've seen it. Like that right. first video is, I don't even, like I went back and watched it maybe like three months ago and I, just a little bit of it. I was like, I have never been, I've never felt more cringier than that. It's so hard. It's so hard. I couldn't get through the first, like the intro part of it. I was like, what is wrong with you? But I can't wait to watch like the whole, all the way through once I hit a million. That's, that's what I'm doing. I, sometimes I'll come across a video that I've done like four years ago mm-hmm. and it's so bad. You can, you can tell like how uncomfortable I am in some, mm-hmm. some of my videos. Cause I just didn't know who I was, what my voice was. Dude, even a year ago. I know. You're I, so different. I bet. Yeah. And I bet like three years from now, I'm going to like listen to this yeah. and be like, why am I? Like this, yeah. Why? Why do I talk about that? What is that? <laughs> but yeah. I do feel, I do feel like this. I've like settled into the voice, which mm-hmm. is such a fun feeling. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, let me go back through my YouTube channel and comb through heavily mm-hmm. and just make private all the videos that I think are embarrassing. Yeah. But then I think I would only have like 50 videos. Left. No, there's that's. A, I think we're the worst critics, like ourselves. You know, of yeah. ourselves. Um. So I think that's you just being critical. Oh. <laughs> Relax a little. <laughs> Relax, calm down. <laughs> That's what my diary says back to me after I write a whole entry. They're like, you know what? Relax. relax. We never really talk, but we're going to speak up here. Yeah. Uh, you need relax. to calm down. <laughs> yeah, bring it. You're you're up here. I need you to bring it down ten notches. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, journal. <laughs> okay, so one one parting tip of advice for these people that want to start having YouTube um, aspiring YouTubers trying to grow their channel. Well, I guess consistency. Well, we okay. Here's the thing mm-hmm. that all creators talk about is the algorithm, and yeah. it's always like this bad thing. But it's really just like the algorithm is trying to like chase what's popular, mm-hmm. and then like creators are trying to chase the algorithm to become popular. popular. Yeah. So it's it's just like a vicious cycle, and that you'll never win. Yeah. So like the only thing that I can really tell you from a technical aspect is figure out what like what the optimal posting time is mm-hmm. and then use titles and SEO search engine optimization to your benefit like go on YouTube and whatever your video is if you're doing like uh, gymnastics I don't know why you would be doing that unless you're hey man a gymnast. maybe you're a gymnast <laughs> I know I'm like just because I can't do it I'm like doesn't mean other I'm, people can't yeah I'm right there with you well, why are you doing <laughs> gymnastics who told you to flip whatever <laughs> and tell us how to do please, it please five minutes and under <laughs> thank you so they uh, like if your video is about gymnastics <laughs> then, then you I was gonna say gymnast I know gym- I thought so <laughs> oh I know what yeah. happened there I know just type in YouTube I think uh, my friend William taught me this, I think, or I'm crediting him for no reason. But like, go to YouTube and type in like what your video is about and see what comes up. And maybe you can use some of those words in your tags. Mm-hmm. And that might help something. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then like you were about to say consistency. Oh, yeah. Be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, because then your audience knows when to come back. So they're not like, oh, you just left us for the next month oh now we're back you know right and they're not gonna it's after a while it becomes a cycle and they're like now nah, we're, we're good we'll, yeah we'll get somebody that's posting constantly right that Sometimes, we can watch do you ever follow people on like instagram or twitter and you're like oh this is great because you just follow them so you see all their content and then like they haven't posted in like two months and then mm-hmm. you unfollow them yeah i've done that and I've actually like, done that. I'm like, eh, all right, well, you're not going to post. Why am I still following you? Right. You know, I said that to a friend of mine who I think has a lot of friends that don't post mm-hmm. or maybe he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, how is them not posting annoying you? And I was like, well, because I, I just have a I, I feel like I'm just following a ghost account. Just post. Yeah. Post something so I can like it. And I feel like I'm following the right person. Like, or, right. you know, I'm doing the right thing with this 
extra follower. I could just get rid of it. Right. The, their argument was like, well, we're not like spamming. It's not too much posts. It's not posting anything. Yeah. And I was like, I guess that's right. It's not annoying, but like I would like to see something right. if I'm following if you. If I'm following you, there's a reason for it. I want to see your name come up at least once every yeah. week even. Every week even. Yeah. What's a, Do you follow any accounts that you absolutely love? Like um, Twitter or Instagram accounts? Actually, okay. So my Twitter feed is always popping. I love it so much. I love Twitter. And I never, I remember I never used to use it before. And then like I started using it. People on Twitter are so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. So funny. So and funny. So clever. I'm like, dude, somebody write my jokes. Like, <laughs> yeah, do it for me. They're, they're so good. They're so good. And then my audience on Twitter is like, I love them. They're so funny. Because they actually, so every time I put up a video, they'll make memes. And then I see it, oh, and the it's best. of my face. And then all they're right. I was like, you guys are so clever, so smart. I love you guys. They're so funny. Um, Instagram, I think my favorite, ugh, The Rock on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Because he's always posting. It's like, whenever you see it, it's like 3 a.m. He's at the gym, right? And it's like, you see it at 5 a.m. And you're like, well, why am I not there right, right. now? So it's inspirational. It's always <sighs> like, and he's always doing the biggest things in the world. And you're like, dude, you want it, You want to work like him, mm-hmm. you know? And that's like, that's actually an aspiration. Like, that's where I want to go, is I want to be working as hard as he does every day. Yeah. All the time. And, you know, uh, him, I would say yours because of the puns. Oh my God. Because of the puns. <laughs> no, I literally, I, every time I read your your um, captions, I'm like, she's so she's so funny. She's so randomly funny. Thank you. Know? you. Um, Liza. Uh-huh. Love her account. Um, there's a, there's, a, and then a couple of like workout accounts. Um, Karina, she has a really good account. It's really, she's like, why I follow her, it's not just because of her workouts. She's actually, like super bubbly too. Mm. And like while she's working, she's just laughing. She's always smiling. She has this like really bright outlook to life. And I love that. I'm like, yo, this is the kind of people you need. Yeah. You got to um, clean up your following list to all be positive. Yeah, exactly. Or mute them. Or yeah. I actually, I don't mute anybody. I just don't follow them if I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I get like my friends like randomly from back home. Like, hey, Sammy, did you just unfollow me? I'm like, yeah, don't post anything I don't like. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to wake up. I like, you know, Six in the morning, and I was just scrolling my through my you know feed, and I see something I don't want, and it triggers right. me or something. But that's the thing; like we're feeding ourselves all this every second of every day. That's mm-hmm. free. We are scrolling a hundred thousand percent. And it's just like even if we don't think it's doing anything subconsciously, we it will really remember is. it. We, it really it changes is. something neuro- neurologically. Yeah. So just fa- follow great stuff that it makes literally, you feel good. There's like poets account, motivational speakers that I'm following, um, stuff like that, or motivational sorry quotes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anything that's uplifting, I'm down to follow. Yeah. Yeah. There's an account called The Holistic Psychologist Ooh. that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, separated by periods. Mm-hmm. And it's just everything that, like, I've ever learned in therapy or read in psychology books that I'm like, oh, my God, this is how humans work. This yeah. is how, like, a childhood wound is showing up in our life now. Here's, like, the healthy way to, like, set boundaries between friends. Mm-hmm. It's the best. I'm slowly learning that. Oh, the, all the boundaries and like I love it. What I what I'm uh, what I should be allowing and what I should like you know be giving off or anything like that or putting out into the universe mm-hmm. or anything. I've always known the like the you know put out positivity into the universe. But blah, blah, blah. that's actually when I started my YouTube channel was when I felt good. Yeah, and I was like, oh cool. I won't put any negativity out into the universe. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting positive. And that's another thing, another reason why I don't vlog. It's because it's so easy to put the camera in front of you. Like I'm feeling like this today. Right. F this person or like, you know, this person did the, it's like, no. So anytime I put up anything, it's comedic sketches. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm drama free. Right. You know, like none. So nobody can come to my channel and have like drama in there. They're just coming in there to just have a good time for the next five minutes or two minutes sometimes. That's so great. Uh, My last recommendation is an Instagram account called We're Not Really Strangers. Have you ever seen this one? No. Oh, I mean, I'm just going to go through your following list <laughs> because I feel like it's all going to be good. Yeah. That, good one's, that one's pretty emotional too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, they take pictures of like random signs around the city and then they like do, what's it called with the spray paint? It's called spray paint. Graffiti? I was like, <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? They just like write quick little emotional blurbs on like a street sign or the sidewalk, but it's all like Photoshop. So it's not really like graffiti. There. Yeah. Uh, but I love it so much. And it, it, they have little cards sometimes. It's like, when's the last time you felt lucky to be you? And Ooh. it's like, Ooh. It's like sometimes you just, you're not even thinking that you need it. And mm. sometimes it hits you and you're like, wow, this is, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. I love both of those. You, yeah. if you're listening, you should 
Go check those out while we take a little break while Simi gives us an extra piece of advice you can find on at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram, and we'll be right back. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And we're back. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Before we get into the next little act, what are you currently obsessed with right now? Um, I'm actually watching Suits. Suits for the first time. Whoa! Yeah, for the first time. My brother used to watch it. Uh, a lot of my friends actually have seen it or are watching it. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get into it too because I always read Harvey Specter quotes. Okay. So they're always like, you know, it's like when you want to get into that motivational mentality. You know, you read uh, like you always come across his quotes from the show. Sure. And I was like, well, maybe I should watch the show so I can really get the context of this whole thing. And it's addicting. It's there's nine seasons of it. I. Great. I didn't know Great. that. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm on season three because um, someone's busy, thankfully, yeah. but um, knocking on wood. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I'm on season three towards the end of season three, but I've been there for the last two weeks. It's drama. So, is that yeah. right? Yes. It's straight drama. It's straight drama, but it's not like drama where you're like, you feel bad in it, if that makes sense. Like, you know, how, like you have drama, like it's not reality TV drama. Yeah. yeah. Megan Markle's in it? Yes. Do you, I just Googled She's actually a series regular. It's her, her, um, credit, uh-huh. her name is not Meghan Markle anymore. Wait, uh, it says it? Meghan, Duchess of Sussex. Wow. That is her cast Wikipedia name. Wow. How cool is that? How cool is that? How did they meet? I honestly don't know. I think probably at a party. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, right? Is yeah. that why I don't meet anybody? No. Yeah. We don't go to parties. <laughs> that's why it's just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so insane. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah, I think they probably met at a party. And make- they met for your mutual friend? I, you know what? We need friends like that that make like pe- you meet good people. Yeah. And that you end up getting married to. What? <laughs> what? Everything's fine. That would be nice once. <laughs> Everything's fine. Suits. Okay, great. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll check it out. Yeah. It's one of those like, it, it, you see it and you're like, it's so clever. Yeah. Yeah. Currently, my obsession is a book called Comedy Sex God by Pete Holmes. It is. I love reading books. I haven't so- seen one. Good. I also didn't, I like Pete Holmes as a stand-up, but like mm-hmm. I never really, I was not like a super huge Pete Holmes fan. Mm-hmm. But after this book, it was, it started as comedy and then it was like humorous essays of like how he went through his marriage and like his, his faith, like in Christianity. Mm-hmm. And then it takes you through this entire ride with him of like trying to make it in New York and then Los Angeles. I and love that. I love all those stories. Like anytime I read like, uh, like books by entertainers yeah. or of any kind, um, or like, you know, bosses of any kind, I'm like, dude. It, it gives you hope to be like, you know what? Keep working. Yeah. Keep going. You yeah. Know, like it's, it's, they're just motivational. I love reading them. It's so good. And then it becomes like so much more than that. That's mm-hmm. like the foray into it. And then he starts talking about like spiritualism and then like his religious journey, and then coming back to the seeds of Christianity. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so neat. Then he has a kid during the book. It's so cool. That's so awesome. I think everyone should read that book. Well, text it to me. <laughs> I shall. I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's play a game. Okay. I like to call Tip jar. It's not really a game, more so than it is uh, a bunch of quick tips that we tip give. Tip jar. Tip I jar. get it. See, very punny. 
very funny. We don't have a jingle for this one, so I was hoping that you could make a noise or a jingle or sing a song or spoken word, whatever you might want to. Let's not get a let's not get a song. Let's not sing. Great. Just no. do like a, a little um, ding. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> ding. <laughs> okay. So after I say tip jar, you do that. Okay. And now for a section called Tip Jar. Ding! <laughs> I'm going to read a suggestion that was left as a comment on the podcast Instagram, and we will weigh in with our two cents on each subject. Awesome. Uh, if it goes tangential and we tell a long story, that's fine. Just whatever's natural. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first suggestion is pranks. Mm-hmm. Do you have a tip on pranks? It could go doing them, having them done, uh, ideas for one, to not do them, any advice at all um pranks let's see uh i would say don't get too personal (gasps) and know your audience by that i mean like know the person you're pranking yeah um because i did a prank on my younger brother um where i he had a man bun and i cut it (gasps) i know um but here's the thing i knew he was gonna get rid of it in like a week so i did it for him the week before that's nice acts of service i was like you know what it's a good thing (laughs) But I knew that I couldn't play that kind of prank with my older brother. I had to do it with the younger one because I knew the reaction that I would probably get. The younger one, he'll be mad for a second, blah, blah, blah. The older one, I don't know. He might take it a little step further. And I was like, I don't know if I want to be in that position, you know? So, like, know your audience. Whoa. Yeah, that's what I would say. Okay. My (laughs) advice for pranks is just a general don't do them. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you really want to, do it with somebody that's like, you know. Yeah, or like I do a, l- a fun little prank when I go to my friend's houses. I just like make their toilet paper like folded like a little hotel. You know, like the sides of them that's go in. That's a prank. That's so cute. <laughs> what the heck? Come to my house. <laughs> Fold my toilet paper. I just think it's so funny. <laughs> that I mean, it's I like guess a, when you're need it. You're and you're like, like, the heck? Why really? is it like that? Yeah. Yeah, so I think do like anti-pranks. I would call that an anti-prank. It is. It's like one of those fun things where you're like, oh, Megan, she does it again. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's more of a quirk than it is yeah. a prank. Yeah. I like to I like to land there. Okay. Next. <laughs> Sunscreen. Do you have uh, a tip on it? Yes, use it every day. Every day. Uh, every morning I use it. Doesn't matter how old you are, don't wait to a certain age. We're in, especially if like you're in a like country, hello. Um, Hey man, maybe you're in a country that's sunny all the time. Uh, Like LA, UV rays, like they do affect you, you know? So like as much as we love tanning, you just on my always face and neck, I always wear sunscreen every Mm -hmm. morning like that. I could wear nothing else, but that's always on my face. Agree. Yeah. That's the only thing that I do every single morning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Just like a day cream and then an SPF right Mm -hmm. on top. Another, like putting it down to your neck Mm -hmm. is a huge thing. It is. I think uh, I started doing that a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. And I feel, yeah, it's so recent. I know. I'm like, (laughs) oh. But like, because I was always putting it on my face. Mm -hmm. But then I think I saw, this is weird. And I love Ellen generous but one time I was watching her. a video of her mm-hmm. and her face was perfect but her neck was like crazy mm-hmm. and I and I think right after that it was like a cautionary tale she yeah. scared me straight and yeah. I said okay I will do my neck from now on right because I think it's just it's because every time everywhere you read like directions about like you know uh, washing your face or whatever like face wash or a moisturizer it's always like face and neck and you never take you never yeah. take that into consideration because you're just worried about your face right it's the rest of you, too. You gotta do the neck. Mm-hmm. Sunscreen. Wear it. All the time. All the time. Well, not at night. You're fine at night. Maybe. <laughs> Why? Where, <laughs> what, where's the sun? Well, if you... Uh, what are you, under a lamp? Like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> actually, I take it back. Yeah, just a night moisturizer. Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> do you have a tip on part-time jobs? Um, They're fun. And if you have to do them or have them, sometimes you just do it for a hobby. I've done that before. You've I'm done weird. it for a hobby? Yeah, I'm weird. You do love work. Yeah, I'm, I <laughs> love working. It's my favorite thing because it's like you can occupy your time. Yeah. You meet so many people mm. and you get to make people's day. And the money part. And the money part. <laughs> you, I used to do this thing where like that money would go towards like either savings or would go towards like the random kids I adopted in like Nigeria. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm weird. I know. Um, we'll talk another day about all that. But um, I would say if you do have a part-time job or any kind of job, make sure that like when you're in it, you're you're doing it. Like no matter, even if like no matter, don't bring your, your personal stuff into mm. the job because the other people that like your customers that are coming in, they don't know about your personal stuff. They don't want to know about your personal stuff. They're probably having personal stuff too. But if you can just make people's day by being nice and being kind and doing your job, yeah. do it. Do it. Do it. What's the, your favorite job that you've ever had? Waitress. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's so cool to be able to because my family they own um, a restaurant and like a couple of other businesses, but like restaurant is like how I grew up 
or doing too. Like you help out at the restaurant all the time, you know? So um, as a kid, like as I got older and stuff and I started working at like other places and then coming back to my house, like my family, I would, I would it was just fun like for me to like, here's your food. Like and people are like, oh, it's so good. And like right. when they're leaving, you have random people hugging you and you're like, man, I just, I did that. Aww. You know? Yeah. So it's always fun. Like, have you I, ever like messed them. up really terribly during a shift? One time, uh, thankfully the customers were really nice because they've been like customers for, of my family for like years, maybe like eight or 10 years. And I remember I was taking, so my parents own an Indian restaurant. So I was taking garlic naan to the uh, the table and I was 16, 15 or 16. And I remember taking the garlic naan and the naan, like I paused because some like kid ran across, like, you know, uh, from the corner or whatever, around the corner. And I paused really fast. Like I stopped. Yeah. And the garlic naan slipped off the, the oh no. plate and went straight on their table. <gasps> And oh I my was God, like, like a magic trick? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> but it was plateless, you know? So it was like on the table. And it's I was like, plateless. yeah, I was like, uh, you know? And then like I paused because I, I freaked out. I was like, my mom's going to kill me. Like, what is this, you know? And then I looked at them and they're, you know, I felt like they were going to be like unprofessional and like my parents were going to get a bad review. And I was like, you did this. Mm. All that went through my head in that second that it like fell onto the table. And I was like, and I looked up the, at the guy and he was like, oh, there's our garlic knot. And he just started laughing. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, sir, I'll be right back. You know, but that was the only time I think I messed up. Right. Really. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so you're yeah. also great at working. My parents taught me well. <laughs> Dude, yeah. every time I've been a server so many different times and I've had like horror stories, like spilling drinks on people, oh forgetting God. people were out on the patio, <gasps> like eating chicken wings in the walk-in cooler in the back. Like no. not good times. I was really like, that's the thing. If like I'm doing anything, I have to like do it to the T. Yeah. It's weird. What's the, what are you bad at? Singing. Oh. I don't sing. Simi sing, can't sing. Um, <laughs> true story. Is that uh, your mantra? No, a lot of people are always like, oh, Simi, can you sing? Like in high school, and I was like, yeah. that, you know, Simi sing. And I was like, this is annoying. Like, yeah. yes, I can't, you know? <laughs> yes, I can't. I cannot sing. Um, and I guess uh, gymnastics. Let's go back to that. Oh, yeah? I'm horrible at it. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I'm also afraid to like flip and break my neck. So. Yeah, that is really scary. Yeah, like I'm at that age where I don't need to be doing that. So like, <laughs> let's not. <laughs> so let's not. Let's not. Okay, my tip on part-time jobs. <clears throat> okay, I think everyone should have one. Mm-hmm. And especially like a serving job. Any Anything that has like customer service, you got to do it at least once. Also, you can use so much of it in your later life, whether it's like work ethic or mm-hmm. how to communicate with people mm-hmm. or if you like do comedy or any type of content you can like take what you you've have learned content for you days. have so much material mm-hmm. to choose from mm-hmm. 100% and it also teaches you a lot about like how you handle people yeah. and how you handle yourself in certain situations because yeah. customer service like it can be really bad like mm-hmm. if that's what happened you know like people can come in and ruin your day but it's how you handle those situations is like later on in life like how you're going to handle most of your situations yeah. Have you ever gotten into a situation where like you know that you would normally react a certain way and then you've stopped yourself and like chosen the opposite? Absolutely. So really? many times. So many times. Ah. It's like always take, trying to take the high road, you know, like where yeah. you're in a situation and like, I, I mean, c- customer service wise. Yeah. One time I worked for Best Buy and I was, <gasps> I had just gotten my Geek Squad job, right? Because mm. they were just hiring for that part. And I was like, and I, I um, you know, interviewed for it and they're like, yeah, here you go. And I remember a customer came in and he was older and he was like, and he was sexist. And uh. he walked in and he was like, hi. And the only thing wrong with this thing was he needed to install an antivirus onto his um, Kindle. And I was okay. like, um, and I was like, sir, I can help you with that. And he goes, mm, can I have a guy help <gasps> me? And he said that straight up. And he was like, older dude. And I was like, and you know, like older people don't care. They don't care if they're like hurting your feelings. I was just like, and I, as that happened, I was like, sir, I can help you with it. You know, like, and I really just wanted to be like, is it because I'm a girl? Obviously you asked right. for a dude, but like I, w- I wanted to go off on him, but I was like, I love old people. So I couldn't, um, <laughs> but I really wanted to. And then my manager walked in, he saw this whole interaction happen and he was like, Hey, may I help you, sir? Cause I, I reached out. I was like, Hey, you know, um, I was like, Hey, Brian, like this, you know, this person needs your help or somebody to help him out. And he's like, why can't you help him? Mm. As he saw it. And I was like, oh, well, he prefers somebody else to help him. I handled it like oh. that. And um, and he was like, no. Uh, he's like, actually, everybody else is busy, sir. Uh, Simi is uh, more than qualified to help you. And the guy was like, <gasps> in and he just, his like, place. just gave me the Kindle. And I like installed it in like two seconds. And I was like, here you go, sir. Have a good day. <gasps> and that was it. But I remember like there was so many moments like that where you, I could have handled it a lot differently. But I'm, I just chose not to. I chose to like be like, you know what? 
even though you just ruined my moment, I'm not going to let it ruin my day mm-hmm. by being mad at you about yeah. it. Yeah, and you like proved him wrong. Yeah, I was like, here, here you go. I did what you said I couldn't do. <laughs> or what you thought I couldn't do. You said earlier in the episode that your first major purchase was a Gucci bag. Uh-huh. So it was I, a backpack. A Gucci backpack. I have a question because I, when I, I have never really been into like a luxury store before. I went into Tiffany's one time just to like see if just they... to be... Yeah. <laughs> I always used to do that until I made this purchase. Yeah. I was like, oh, let me like know what my ring size is right. if I ever find the one. Right. So... But, like, I went into, I think, I don't know if it was, like, a a Louis Vuitton or Gucci or something like that. Mm -hmm. I went over inside of one. I was overseas traveling with friends, and Mm -hmm. they wanted to go inside. I said, Mm -hmm. okay, fine. Right. So I went inside, and is it like this in all places? Because if it is, I would want, I really want to, like, dive into it. So we walked in, and they treated us like we shouldn't have been there. Oh, 100%. That's how I was treated. Okay, and then, okay, Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. So then, did you want this thing, or was it a mixture of that, and like, don't judge me, I can pay for this? No, it was, so I I think I'm really good with handling that, because like, even if I can, I've always been the low-key stunner, if you will. (laughs) I stun on people, but it's low-key. Is that Um, your bio? It's my thing. I should should be. Oh my, can we change that right now? Low-key stunner. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I don't, my dad has always taught me that. He's like, work for whatever it is that you want in life, and he's like, but don't put it in people's faces. Like, you don't have to. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, people will find out. They'll know. You know, you don't have to sit there and be like, I, like when people are like, I'm a changed woman. You know, like, I I should be able to see the change. Let me decide. Show, don't tell. Yeah, let me decide. Exactly. So that's what my dad is all about. And uh, that's what I grew up doing. So like, when I walked into this, to Gucci, it was the funniest thing. Because I, I've bought things for other people, but I've never actually splurged like that on myself. And by splurging, it was one bag, you know? And I've never done that because I don't, I wear whatever. I don't care, you know? Right. I'm not like, oh, I needs to be brand and it needs to be Gucci. It needs to be, no, I'm at Ross for the $15. You know what? Cotton on right here. Yeah. And I got it with my purchase of $40 and it was free. Yeah. And it was the day of Black Friday. It was Black Friday. Okay, so you, yes. yeah, so I just shop whatever. So I walked into Gucci and I was like, you know what? It's my, it was uh, a week before my birthday. That's what it was. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm turning 30 today I'm or this week. And I was like, I'm doing this. Yeah. So I was like, I, I deserve this. You have worked hard. And I, it's in my bank account. Let me just do it. So I walked into Gucci and no one approached me. Yeah. And I, that right? I got, yeah, because I was wearing sweatpants, like how I normally dress. <gasps> oh sweatpants, yeah. chilling. Yeah. I was also wearing sweatpants. Yeah. My hair was up. It was back in a ponytail. I just walked in. I was like, eh. So... Walked in, no one approached me. Everyone else was like helping other customers, which was, there was like four. And there was like 20 people in there that could have been helping. <laughs> so I walked around and I just had like security watch me and people watched me. And I didn't like that. It would, like bothered me. I was like, yo, yeah. I could if I wanted to, but it just depends on if I want to. Right. And then I saw something I liked and I asked the guy, I was like, hey, can I just try this on? And he looked at me too. And he was like, mm, you know, like it, I felt it. I yes. felt that like disconnect where I was like, dude, don't judge people just because they're not wearing your products, first of all. And then he's like, right. He's like, oh, um, and then I was like, okay, can I, and I, I saw the bag that I liked and I was like, I'll take this. It was like a, it was like a backpack. I'm always wearing backpacks. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll take that one. And he goes, oh, uh, okay. He's like, um, would you, and that's when he like more, was more interested. He's like, would you like to see this too? And I was like, yeah, I don't want Gucci plastered on my chest. Like, right. it was like one of those, like, you know, like the fanny packs that are like bigger. He's like, it's not going to fit around your waist. So like we could put it on you. And I was like, I don't need that on my chest. Like I'm good. Right. Um, but that's when he became more interested when I said, I'll take this bag, you right. know? And then before I left, just to mess with him, I was like, hey, what's your return policy? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Sucker, you know? But I just did that because I was like, and I was joking, obviously. I yeah. wanted it. But I, yeah, I think it's, um, I, I don't know. My dad has always just taught me to, it's like a, a humbling thing. You know, like you don't need to wear name brands and all that stuff when you can like spend that money towards helping others. Right. You might as well. I hate how they train. I think someone once told me that that's how they're trained so that they can make you feel that way so that you will buy something to prove them wrong. It's like a tactic. It's like anti-marketing. They're messing with your mind. Quite possibly. Dang, I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> but because you I didn't that. No, because I didn't go in and like, oh, you don't think I can buy it. It wasn't like right. that. I'm never like that. I just you know, it's my my thing. Like totally. if I can buy it, I can buy it. If I don't want to, I won't. Right. Yeah. I feel like if they did that to me, I would I would go either of the two ways. I would go put you in your place. Let yeah. me have this bag. Yeah. Or I would go. You don't deserve my business. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care. I honestly don't care. I don't care either. I'm like, hey, if I want it, I'll go get it. If I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter like who is doing what. Yeah. Yeah. I say don't do that. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> okay. Our last tip Here we of go. the day ding, is ding, actually ding 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 just one ding. <laughs> Is a tip for your younger self. Ooh. What advice would you give your 25-year-old self? 25-year-old self. Ooh. 
what was going on? Oh, wow. That's actually when I started my entire journey of this. Let's see. My 25-year-old self, I would tell her all <laughs> biggest and most, nothing is the end of the world. Mm. Um, it might feel like the end of the world right now, but you have so much to accomplish and you have so much love to give the world that, and you have so much, your, your duty is to create happiness in the rest of the world. So don't give up on yourself just yet. Yeah. That was me at 25. 100,000%. I, like I like it. What's yours? I want to know yours. From when I was 25? Yeah. What's your, what's your, what's a tip you would give your 25 year old self? Five, oh my God. So much was going wrong at 25. Mm-hmm. I felt like at 25 is when I started to like look at stuff though. And to be like, this is not what I want. Yeah. Let me, let me shuffle the cards. So I think 25, maybe I would tell her. Oh man, this is, I never really get asked. I know. I was like, let me ask. I want to know. <laughs> I think, um, stop freaking out so much about everything. Mm-hmm. Not every, is that, yeah, not everything is basically the, the, end, of the, the end of the world. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, that's generally what I, what I would tell. Ooh, let's, I have another tip. Okay. okay you go. Fin- no, finish. Finish. <laughs> I have such a good tip. No, give me the tip. Cause I have another question. Okay. Um, the tip is, uh, don't um, allow anyone else to make you cry enough to where you the wrinkles under your eyes show up because of them. They should show up because of smiles. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Not because of tears. Yes, agree. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, don't let it. Don't let anybody else cause the wrinkles under your eyes. Yeah, those are my wrinkles. People. Yeah, what the heck? Those are my lines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my question. The this will be the last question we ask before we leave is a question or a tip for yourself now. What do you? What are you learning now? That like you could tell like your past week self um, or, something, past week. or something that you're learning right now that you're um, that you should um, that remember where you came from mm. and don't be so hard on yourself today. Um, remember all the little things you have accomplished, even though you want to go very far and like, you know, those are your goals. But remember the things you have already done. Because they are huge, mm-hmm. you know, and they're not they're not as small as you think because your dreams are so big. Like understand that you've already done all of this and you're still moving forward. And mm-hmm. that's that's something that I have to as a creator or somebody that's like, you know, coming up, you have to remember all the good things and all the big things that you have accomplished because it's so easy to forget because your goals are so big. You're looking forward. You never look back. Yeah. You know, and it's always you're stepping on so many things that you have built. Those are all your bricks. Mm-hmm. So like build and those are all solid foundations and that's where you're headed so like you know remember that yeah and don't forget the only time you should look back is to see how far you've come yep absolutely ding 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 Ding. okay simi thank you (laughs) thank you we really did it we did here it was fun (laughs) i want to do it again (laughs) where can people find you on the internet if they want more and more and more of you um youtube.com slash simi sing two m's um, and then uh, Instagram.com slash Simi Singh, at Simi Singh. Um, Twitter is just at Simi. Ooh. Yeah. You got in early. Mm-hmm. No, actually, we just changed it about like four months ago. Oh, wow. Did you have to buy it off of somebody else? No, but Simi Singh was taken, so I had to just make it Simi. Oh. And then on Instagram, Simi was taken, so I had to make it Simi Singh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, you know, suckers, fine. fine. So many of my name, apparently. <laughs> but yeah. If you have a sticky situation or burning concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com. Be sure to sign off Sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. How cute. Give us your age and we'll help you to the best of our ability. Simi, I think we did a very good job on this one. I think so too. I think so too. Never be discouraged. Just keep working hard. We're just going to keep giving tips until you turn this off. (laughs) (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast.